Good morning and welcome to Life 101 with me, your host, Jay Jones Sr. Life 101, your roadmap for the highway of life. A little words and thoughts to help you get through your day. I want to thank each and every one of you who are listening to me today because it is you that make me. And I do want to thank you again for helping me fulfill my dream or at least being a part of it because I couldn't do this if there wasn't anyone out there listening. How's everybody doing? Uh, anytime you have questions, comments, or criticisms about my show, please feel free to contact me at Mr. J on my Facebook page. Look for the red classic 1970 Cadillac Coupe de Ville convertible. When you see that, Feel free to let it flow and let me know what you're thinking. Seriously. You know, today's date is Wednesday, November 25th, 2020. And tomorrow we'll be celebrating Thanksgiving. But for me, I celebrate Thanksgiving every day. Each and every day that I'm blessed to wake up and, in good, and be in good health and have a job to go to, and have a roof over my head, and my family's healthy and everyone's doing well, I am indeed thankful. Thanksgiving is not the third or fourth Thursday during the month of November. Thanksgiving is every day that you have breath in your body, you have reasonably good health, and things are just okay. You got a roof over your head, and I may have said that already, but that just goes to show you how how thankful I am to have one. You know, I mean, because it could always be another way. It could always be another way, people. Don't forget that. Never waste an opportunity to be thankful because just like you're living good today, it can all change serious business. So let's take the time out to give thanks and give thanks to who makes all of this happen. That's the good Lord and his son, Jesus. You often hear me making a lot of references to God and to Jesus. Well, I've lived long enough to know that the reason why things are happening is because of God and his son, Jesus. Whether there are good things going on in your life or bad, at some point, you have to turn it over to the Lord and let him help you. Serious business. Let him help you because truly, he is the only one who's going to help. And as I always tell you people who are listening to me, I never or I will never tell you things that I know nothing about. When I talk to you, it's laboratory tested. I come from, well, excuse me, I speak from experience and I've lived a pretty all right life. I mean, <laughs> it's had its ups and downs and uh, I'm thankful to have survived it and I'm thankful to still be here. I'm thankful that I'm 57 years old. I know a lot of people that didn't make it to this age and I'm thankful that I did. And if I can help anyone, please feel free to partake of this advice and by all means, 
pass it on, folks. Serious business, pass it on. On a somber note, to the families of the over 260,000 people who have lost their lives to the COVID-19 virus, you have my sympathy and you have my prayers. Seriously, because uh, this thing has gotten way, way out of hand. But like I said, may God keep you, may God strengthen you, and give you the will to keep going on. I was a little miffed uh, Monday morning when I watched Morning Joe. That's one of my, uh, I watch it every morning. And there was a G20 summit going on last weekend. And do you know where your president was when they were discussing COVID-19 problems and solutions? He was on the golf course. (laughs) Par for the course. Now, we've got people that have been dying at an alarming rate. He ignored it. He chose to downplay it. And instead of manning up to at least try to do something about it, he's on the golf course. And the funny thing is, and you've heard me mention this before, and I'm not going to waste a lot of precious time and breath Trump bashing, but truth is the light, as my mom always said. This man, I remember when he was campaigning and how he made a big issue out of President Obama going golfing. And he always said that he would be too busy working for us to be on the golf course. Well, it turns out, that this man has golfed almost as much as President Obama did in eight years. He's done it in four. And guess who's picking up the tab for that? You and me, John Q. Taxpayer. But enough about him because we sent our message loud and clear a few weeks ago that he was fired. So... Let's just hope that President-elect Biden, let's hope he can get it together and let's wish him well. Serious business, serious business. Brothers and sisters, we've completed one step in our journey. You know what I'm saying? We fired your president, Donald Trump. That was only the beginning. We must stay focused we must turn our momentum into continued success. We see the power of our vote. So let's find candidates who are going to be true to us instead of big donor corporations. We need to recognize the power of our dollar as well. We need to let, excuse me, we need to make sure that big businesses are hiring in proportion to how we're spending our money with their companies. If not, let's take our business to people who will be sensitive to our needs. Excuse me, attentive to our needs. To some, this may seem like we want a handout, but it's not. All we want is to be treated fairly, judged on our actions, and not on how we look. Black Lives Matter, it's time to take it to the next level. 
It's time we make our voices heard down the way. It's time to do good in the hood. It's time to shine the light on black and excuse me, on black, on black crime. We've got to stop killing each other. It's time to be a positive presence in the community. Use our platform to bring attention to the plight in the hood. Advocate for more job training. Advocate for reinvesting in the inner city. Advocate for good health, physically, excuse me, physical and mental health. I find it amazing that in the city of Cleveland, Ohio, that they could build a multi-million dollar juvenile detention facility, but there's no money for schools, for jobs, or after-school programs that could possibly do away with the need for such a complex. Bring more attention to education. Stop glorifying gangsters, thugs, hoochies, and holes. Teach black unity and black pride. Teach black self-sufficiency and entrepreneurship. If we're too busy teaching, learning, and discovering that there is indeed another way, maybe, just maybe, the killings stop. We've got to love ourselves before the rest of the world will. And you've heard me say that on more than one occasion. Seriously, as I've stated earlier, the families of over 260,000 people who've lost their lives to COVID, you are indeed in my prayers and my wife Dee's prayers. But through all of this, I've learned, my brothers and sisters, that life is precious and it's short. As I get older, I'm learning to exhale more, meaning I'm learning to relax. Take a deep breath and simply exhale. Blowing a fuse and just tripping off the line does not help your situation. Don't sweat what you can't control. What's going to be is what's going to be. All you can do is prepare for the outcome that you want. Do what you need to be doing. Or as D always says, do what you have to do so you can do what you want to do. Trust and believe by focusing on your own business and what you need to do leaves very little time, if any, to be in someone else's business. I feel that my little time on this earth should amount to something. And what I mean by that is you want to leave some footprints, people. You, 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 wanna, you want the world to know that you were here. And the best way to do that is focus on what you need to be focused on. Unnecessary stuff, naysayers, and people that don't mean you no good, you know, send them on packing. Or as you always hear me say, say goodbye to the people that don't want you to fly. As I've stated earlier, I have a question. What kind of footprints do you want to leave behind? I mean, do you want to make a difference in this world? Or the question really is, 
What kind of difference did I make while I was here? Did I help when help was needed? Did I care when care was needed? Did I say a kind word, say hello, or just simply smile at a total stranger? See, over the last four years, we've gotten away from all of that. But we need to get bring that back in a hellified way, y'all. Because at the end of the day, people make this world go round. And our interactions with one another is what makes this a better place. Seriously, it just that's what makes it a better place. You know, I was talking to D, and a couple of years ago, we were in the grocery store. And we just started talking to the lady behind us. And she was telling us about how she had been in a coma. And uh, she was just giving praise to God, thanking him for, you know, bringing her out of that coma. And we told her we were going to pay for her groceries. And mind you, Dee and I were not wealthy or anything like that. But when the spirit leads us to do things, we do them. And that's how you make a difference. And the lady started crying. And the one thing that really left a mark on me was there was a woman behind her. And the lady said that she didn't want certain items that we were willing to pay for. And the lady said, ma'am, if you really want those things, I'll pay for them. And she looked at D and I and she said, you guys inspired me. And that, people, is what's going to make this world a better place. Reach out. Help somebody. You're not less than because you show compassion and because you show caring. We need that. That's what this country has survived on all these years. Yeah, we hit a bump in the road the last four years. But the way we can make this world a better place is by working together with people and helping people out. Seriously. You know, I believe, like the questions I just asked, which were, uh, did I make a difference while I was here? Did I help? When help was required, did I care? When caring was required, did I give a kind word, say hello, or simply smile at a total stranger? I believe answering the previous four questions and living by them will go a long way in starting the healing process of getting this world back to where we need to be. Seriously. Repairing the unnecessary divide that this country has gone through. That's what's of utmost importance. And people, we have to realize here, no one is better than anyone else, regardless of your status or your income. It's very simple, folks. We need to treat people the way we want to be treated. It's not rocket science. It's not brain surgery, and it's in the Bible. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Simply put, treat people the way you want to be treated. I don't know why we make that so hard. 
Seriously, I don't. You know, I was thinking about my late mother the other day, uh, the late Martha Williams. Growing up, she raised us as a single mother, and she had some serious sayings that she used to say to us over the years. And it's been, it's been close to 50 years since, since I remember hearing a lot of the things that she used to say. But believe it or not, I use a lot of her sayings in my life today. And I've been using them ever since I moved out of her house 38 years ago. And from time to time, I'm going to drop a Martha-ism on you because this whole, the whole guys behind this podcast is to give you something that can help you through. And that, that's, that's my goal. That, that's what I want to take from this is I want to be able to help somebody. And this week's Martha-ism is uh, something she always told us when we were kids. And she always said, when you're trying not to be seen, that's when people see you. And it is the truth. Because when you're seeking the spotlight and attention, you usually don't get it. And because in most cases, you're trying too hard. But I find that if you land back in the cut, just, just relaxing and breathing easy, as my cuz used to tell me all the time, that's when people notice you because they're wondering, how come, what's up with that brother over there just back in the cut? He ain't saying a whole lot of nothing. Let's go check him out and see what he about. You know, like I said, if you're everything that you think you are, you don't have to broadcast. You don't have to wave up a magic flag for everybody to see you because it will show. And on that note, I got to give my pops some love too, the late Richard Jones. <clears throat> One of his sayings you just heard, but he told me something almost 44 years ago when I was on the cusp of being a teenager. And I asked him, I said, Dad, how do you be cool? He was working on his car. He put his tool down. He looked at me and he said three words, three simple words. He said, Jay, be yourself. And do you know for the last 44 years, that has worked. That has worked. You know, there's a prayer that I always pray for my children each morning. And it's simply put, give them the power to make decisions that are right for them, regardless of if they're cool or if they're popular. Because when you're being true to you <clears throat> and not worrying, excuse me, and not worrying about what other people think, that's what really, really, really makes you cool. <laughs> for real, for real. And like I said, from time to time, I'll drop a little science from the late Martha Williams and the late Richard Jones because, like I told you earlier in the, in the podcast, I'm only going to tell you things that are laboratory tested. And with that being said, brothers and sisters, I can't stress enough, raise your children, be their parent, not their friend. 
I really came to understand my mother once I became a parent. Because growing up, when you have a strict mother that makes you say please and thank you and yes ma'am and no ma'am and things like that, and when you're getting teased and clowned because you're, you have to behave a certain way regardless of if your mother's around or not, it goes a long way and, and, it, and it creates in you things that you just do. <coughs> Excuse me. It's like I've often told my son, I say, I want you to be a gentleman. I want it to be in you to where you don't even think about it. You just do it. And like I said, I remember growing up thinking my mother was mean, thinking she was just tough and didn't want us to have any fun out of life. But now I understand where she was coming from, you know, and being a parent is not easy. It's one of the hardest jobs you're going to do, but it's also the most rewarding, you know, because through everything that a parent goes through, <coughs> excuse me again, job stress, bills, 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 etc. You still got to take the time to teach your children. Give them good roots that will go deep into the ground so that they won't bend when a little wind comes their way. My parents' words have helped me navigate many situations during my life. They couldn't give me much materially, but they armed me for life. Arm your children, folks, with knowledge so they won't need to arm themselves with a gun. Serious business. I want to thank, <coughs> excuse me, I'm, coming down with a cold y'all I want to thank each and every one of you who took the time to listen to me today once again there is no me without you if no one listens to this podcast it's just a grand waste of time but I thank you and as I always say to each and every one of you each one reach one and teach one we got to stop this madness, y'all. Because, <clears throat> see, black lives matter. We got to put it out there. But it's only going to matter if we learn to start loving us and stop killing us. You know what I'm saying? We can't expect nobody else to love us until we learn to love ourselves. Excuse me. And as always, I dedicate this show to my lovely wife, D, for it was your encouragement. It was your support. It was your belief in me that got me through broadcasting school. It was because of you that I'm able to do this now. And all I can say to you, my wonderful wife, is thank you so much for being the woman beside this man, not behind me, but beside me. And fellas, you gotta understand something. <clears throat> woman was made from the rib of man, not to walk in front of us, not to walk behind us, but to be right by our side. And if you're as fortunate as I am to have a good woman in your life, 
or if you're fortunate enough, ladies, to have a good man in your life, don't take it for granted. Be thankful and appreciate it each and every day of your life. To my two children, Jay II and Natalia, I'm living my dream. It wasn't easy and it didn't happen overnight. But if you work hard, you can live your dream too. That's real. And I'd be remiss if I didn't give some love to the coolest mother-in-law God gave breath, Mrs. Rebecca Hogue. Thank you for your kind words. Thank you for your faith in me. Thank you for believing. And above everything else, thank you so much for your daughter. Much love to you, Mother Hogue. To my pastor and first lady, Bishop Eric Kincaid Clark and Pastor Lenore Marie Clark of the Body of Christ Assembly. Thank you, thank you, thank you. While I may not be there in the sanctuary, I do not miss Sunday and Wednesday service because some of it also goes into this podcast. To Bishop Jack Spencer and Missionary Rachel Spencer, Pastor Emeritus of the Pilgrim Temple Church. Thanks a lot, Uncle Jack and Auntie. Much love to you. And to their successor, Elder Daniel Spencer and his First Lady Jasmine Spencer, rock on, because my cousin, you doing the family business well. Shout out to Reverend Rena Baker. Thank you for all the things that you have done for my wife and my family and all the things that you have yet to do. We care about you deeply. To Reverend Wilma Robinson and Reverend James Robinson, you're definitely in our prayers. And to Gloria Cheney, pastor of the Church of the Master, the sister who wants to tell the dying world about a living God, keep handling your business, Pastor Cheney because you're doing it right. Once again, thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I'll be seeing you in a couple of weeks. Everyone enjoy your Thanksgiving. Let's just remember who to give thanks to. Give thanks to God, give thanks to his son Jesus, and give thanks to one another. And take this time to really Look at each other, love each other, and appreciate each other. Because like I said, life is short. Make it count. And until I see you in the next couple of weeks, much love to you one and all. Peace.